Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Being Inspired Radio Show. I am Amanda Johnson, your host, and, well, it has been a minute since I have done one of these shows. I'm so honored and grateful to be back. I have been feeling the call more recently, though there were many weeks, months, where it wasn't in alignment for me to show up in this space. It wasn't even really on my radar. And what I've been learning is that while consistency and devotion are beautiful traits, I think we can oft, often get lost or caught up in or stuck in the idea that if I say I'm going to do it, I have to do it. If it's on my schedule, it must get done. I need a plan for everything. And <clears throat> what can happen is we lose touch with what we truly are here to do or what we are being called to do in each and every moment. And I am beginning to realize what it feels like to be guided and to take inspired action and to feel the divine will at work in my life. And that doesn't mean I don't show up. It means that each and every day I am asking myself, and this is a new practice for me, though I can see how it's already been working in my life over the past few months, I am showing up and asking, what is it that I am here to create today? What is it I am here to offer today? And that may not be on my schedule, or it might be. There are times where we do make commitments. And I've also been exploring a lot around, around commitment recently. And when we commit to something, what I am learning that means is that we are 100% in it, a hundred percent present. We are all in. And when we are not a hundred percent present or all in, then we need to reevaluate. It doesn't mean we still have to do the thing we said we were committed to. It means we need to check in and either get realigned so that we are a hundred percent present, all in, fully there, or we need to take ourselves out of it completely and be fully committed to the other thing or to whatever it is that we are feeling called to. Because I realized I lived a lot of my life in the in-between zones, one foot in, one foot out. And when we do anything from that space of one foot in, one foot out, whether or not that is our to-do list or the meeting that we have scheduled or the relationship that we are in or whatever, no one is going to win in that scenario. And I've been learning what it means to be all in, to be committed to something. And I noticed my fear around that. I noticed how if I am committed to something, that means I have to do it no matter what. And I'm learning, I don't think that's what that means to me anymore. It might invite me to do something even if I don't feel good about it in the moment, meaning um, I have some resistance that I need to clear. Now, there is a difference between feeling a little resistance to something and not being in alignment with it. And so it is my job. It is each of our responsibilities to get into alignment first. And we do that 
by getting to know who we truly are, by sitting in quiet stillness from time to time, daily if possible, from reconnecting to who we truly are through our thoughts, our practices, the tools that people teach us and offer us through what we read, through who we are surrounded by, through the conversations we have, all of this. And as we come more into alignment with who we truly are, then we know if we need to remain committed to something because the only reason we aren't following through is out of fear or doubt or scarcity or judgment or blame right? If there's, if there's that emotion behind something that we don't feel like we need to follow through on or be all in on, that is worth our evaluation and our realignment to get realigned so that we can be all in with that thing. Clear away the fear, clear away the doubt, clear away the judgments. And then there are other times, and I believe this is what has happened with this show for the past few months, it just hasn't been in alignment for me to do it. And this is just one tiny example of where we might commit to something and then decide in a different moment that it actually is in greater service for ourselves and therefore for others to be fully out of it. Another solution, another alternative to this, and what many of us I think end up doing is, well, I'll just do it anyway. And then what happens is we aren't truly there. And nobody benefits from it. So that was a bit of a surprising con, uh, topic to talk about. I didn't know that's where I was going to be led and guided to, to talk about today. And yet I think it makes complete sense in terms of where I'm at on my journey and, and what I've been exploring for the past couple of months. What does it mean to be committed? And, 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 and what does it mean to be all in? And we get to decide in each moment what that is. And so that's maybe one area of your life or one thing in your life that you needed to hear today, that you needed to be reminded of, that just because you said you would do something doesn't necessarily mean you have to. And then I'm not encouraging all of us to then say, well, to hell with it. I don't feel like it today. That could be a totally valid reason if it's in pure alignment with who you are. And then, and then it's your responsibility to be honest about that, to articulate that. If you made commitment, a commitment with somebody else to acknowledge it, to be honest with them, and to then fully remove yourself from it. That is also part of your responsibility because until you release yourself from the commitment, you're still one foot in. So we also need to be fully aware and radically responsible that to be all in is one thing. And then we otherwise need to be all out and we need to communicate that as well. And I am preaching to myself as much as everyone else listening, because this is something that I am continuing to learn and deepen into. Another thing I've been really learning a lot lately, and I think this is what feels super, super present for me, is the idea of taking a big leap specifically around proclaiming what it is I desire and what it is I want. And on my journey 
to articulate what I want has been really scary for me. And I have noticed myself doing a lot of work around that. And I've noticed myself in getting better at it little by little by little, which is how this journey unfolds. It is not a one and done journey. So I've noticed myself over the past couple of years, becoming more comfortable, more comfortable saying what it is that I want, what it is that I desire. I went from thinking having desires and wants was wrong to where I am currently, which is it's totally okay to have wants and desires. And not only to want them, but to know that I'm completely worthy and deserving of them. And the I believe the next step I am taking, because to get to the point of feeling completely worthy and deserving was huge. And I believe what we all are here to do and how what many of you probably have already done, and maybe a few of you haven't yet. Maybe a few of you still believe you aren't worthy of that desire. And therefore, it's a lot more comfortable to not even admit what we want. Because if we don't feel worthy or deserving, there is no way we can articulate what it is that we deserve or what it is that we desire. Once we start articulating it, then we actually have to believe that it can come to us. And so that's where even the the worthiness is a deeper level. First, we have to feel worthy enough to even state it. Okay, that's like level one. Am I wor- Do I feel worthy enough to articulate I have a desire, I have a want, I have a need. Level number one, (laughs) we deepen into another layer or maybe we evolve upward rather into another higher level where we can finally say, yes, I can articulate these desires. Now the question is, do I truly believe I am worthy enough to receive it? So now I can say it. I feel comfortable enough to say, yes, I want this. I desire that. Mm, but maybe I don't quite believe I actually deserve to receive it yet. That's another layer to evolve forward. And one I've been noticing showing up in my life, even in, you know, a year ago, year and a half ago. And so again, I've seen that evolving forward. Now I'm at a space where I actually do believe I'm worthy of whatever my heart desires and not just me, every single one of us. And just because I desire something doesn't mean I am lacking anything. Although we're going to talk a little bit more about that because I think that is a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a mind fuck, pardon the French. So there's something there as well. There's this other layer now in terms of, am I at a place where I know I am worthy, fully deserving? I believe this to my core. Therefore, I can articulate what it is I desire. Now the question is, can I truly believe I am powerful enough to co-create that in my life? So it's not a question of my worthiness. It's not a question of, do I deserve it? Yes, of course I do. Amazing things come into my life all the time. Amazing things are in my life all the time. I am inherently worthy because I am, because I am alive because I exist. And so are you. The question now for me that I am facing is with all of this belief and inner knowing, am I willing to now see 
my true self co-create everything I desire. Because that means I no longer get to pretend I'm not powerful. For many years, I got to pretend I wasn't worthy. Okay, so we're just, we're calling different, we're calling the same thing different things, right? Feeling worthy and, 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 and stepping into our power, they're all the same. They're a nuance of the same core wound, which is that we, we just forgot who we truly are. And then we put different words on it to try to understand it in this human form and to work through the different layers. And so now I'm using this word power and I noticed that coming up and here's where I've been taking a big leap and I set myself a huge goal and I started and it was, I know, fully inspired. It was not of my mind's making. It came by following guidance, by listening to the inspiration, by taking the next step and then the next step and then the next step and being guided. And ultimately I set the goal to sell 10,000 copies of my book in about a month's time. Now this is saying, this is going from, I've sold maybe a thousand copies of my book. I, or, or just, I have distributed that many perhaps. Uh, maybe not even that many. I'll be honest. I don't count. I don't keep track of how many books I have sold. But let's say it's less than a thousand for sure. And that's been in nine months, six months, eight months of this book being available. And here I want to sell 10,000 copies in one month. It sounds insane. (laughs) And yet... It came to me for a reason. Now, what I'm learning is that as we talk about what we desire and we get clear on what we desire, it is important to be clear. And it is important to then release the outcome and trust that divinity, universal intelligence, God, source, whatever you call it, will surprise us, will bring it to us in one way or another. And we don't get to determine or decide what that is. Now, this selling 10,000 copies of my book was linked or is linked to actually generating a certain amount of money in my life. And that that number also has been very um, feeling very inspired. It was a number that came to me last year. It came to me again as this number 10,000 came up because I realized how much money I would make by doing that. But what was most interesting is that that number, $50,000, is actually only the number I would make selling 10,000 copies of my book if I donate a dollar per book to an organization, which I have also been called and inspired to do. So I see how all of these things are layering on top of each other to guide me. The reason I'm getting specific with the numbers is it's not about the numbers per se. But what it means is it is it took me a lot of emotional work. And I, again, air quotes, because this is what I'm here for. This is what we're all here for. To clear away any of the limiting beliefs that I'm not worthy or deserving to even articulate this desire. And then once I am articulating it, to know that and to believe that it actually could come to me. That I am worthy to 
receive $50,000. I am worthy to sell 10,000 copies of my book. And now the question is, do I fully trust and believe that I am powerful enough because I know who I truly am. I am fully connected to that, which is source energy, which we are all connected to that. So it is not just me, myself, and I in this vacuum, in this bubble. It is because I am connected to this source energy, to all that is. That is where my power comes from. So can I believe, can I trust, can I know deep down that I can tap into this source energy, be so connected and reminded on a daily basis of who I truly am that I can co-create anything I set my mind to, including something as large, quote unquote, because it may not be large to anybody else, but for me, what feels like a huge stretch, a huge leap, can I be confident in knowing that I am so connected to source energy that I can co-create exactly what I set my mind out to. And I say my mind because it is my mind that has heated the inner guidance, the inspiration to put things into action. Because I caught myself acknowledging the limiting belief that if I achieve this goal, if I call in $50,000, if I sell 10,000 copies of my book, again, here's the thing, I may receive this cash money from some other means that I have yet to even be aware of. And I did set this intention with some clarity. Can I, my limiting belief was, if I achieve that, if I actually see that happen in my life, I will have proved to myself that I am indeed powerful source energy, that I am connected to this powerful source energy and that I can co-create anything I want. And while a lot of us think that's really what we want in life, we go around living our lives thinking that's what we, we just want to be these powerful beings who can create whatever we want, do whatever we want. And yet what I have discovered is that the, there is a big fat fear right beneath that, that is keeping us from ever actually realizing it. And now I'm obviously not speaking for everyone because there are some incredible, powerful people out there who have who've learned this, who are practicing this, you may be one of them. But for those of us who still haven't realized our full potential, and when I say potential, I mean we are not fully living out our highest yet. Not that we ever will just arrive at that point, but we can always be evolving higher and higher. Some of us might think we just want that power and we, we want to prove to ourselves we can do it. But what I've discovered is that there was a fear lying dormant underneath, keeping me from that because I thought, but what if I do those amazing things and I've proven to myself that I truly am powerful. And that actually feels really scary to me when I let myself go there because that means then I can create I don't have any excuses anymore. 
I even talk about this in my book. That's how these things are so multi-layered. I even realize this on one dimension in my book, Becoming Enough, a heroine's journey to the already perfect self. And yet I'm still, I'm deepening my understanding of it. I'm going a layer deeper. And I'm seeing how that little fear is still, it's still there. It hasn't gone away completely yet. And it's, it's telling me that if I actually realize these things and that, gosh, that opens up a whole nother can of worms. And I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. Right. But I am declaring here in front of all of you as a way to inspire you to declare these things to yourself and to those around you that I am ready to release that limiting belief. And I am ready to step into and fully own my power that I am connected to source and to all that is. And because of that, and because of who I truly am, I can co-create whatever my soul desires and whatever I am here to co-create and experience in this lifetime. And may it be so for you as well. There was one other piece around the desire that I wanted to touch upon. This was coming up for me even as uh, recently as last night. With this goal that I've set, I noticed that I didn't want to go and check up on how many copies I had sold yet. Now, there are a few reasons for that. Nothing is simple. Nothing is black or white. There were a few reasons. One, I didn't want to be overly attached to the numbers. I, I'm not one to track things daily. For that, for me, that doesn't help. That doesn't uh, give me the uh, the peace and the freedom to be in the present moment and guided by that divine knowing, that divine will each and every day. And I can become overly attached to those numbers, to those was, you know, hitting a certain mark. And so that was one reason I didn't want to be looking at my stats. But I did check in maybe a week ago to see how I was doing on this goal. And the number was incredibly low. Like I had sold maybe five books. Now, five books is a really small number when on average, I needed to sell 303 a day. Now, I'm, I say that number because I have fun with numbers and um, that number was significant for that reason. It doesn't mean I actually have to sell that many every day. And again, it's not about the numbers. It's not about the exact way this is to unfold. It is what we learn through it. So I noticed when I checked my numbers, I felt incredible disappointment and a lot of um, I just felt like I didn't, I wanted to give up, you know, I felt, um, disheartened and I felt like so far from where I wanted to be, which was all my ego and my, ah, just my, my humanness experiencing, you know, this, this disappointment. And because of that, and I didn't really care for how that felt. 
I haven't checked my numbers since. And last night I was taking a salt bath and uh, meditating and I thought to myself, I heard the voice say, you know, maybe, maybe you ought to check where you're at. You know, how many books have you sold? Or just checking in. I've, I've done some marketing for it. So maybe seeing how that's doing. And again, I very quickly felt the constriction. And I felt myself not wanting to. Now, two things are coming up for me. Okay, one that I actually felt last night. And now another that I'm feeling in this very moment. And I'd like to share both with you. On the one hand, it came to me last night that the reason I didn't want to look was because I didn't want to feel disappointed again. Now that is assuming that I will be disappointed, of course, which is an interesting belief pattern of mine. But I read a book by Rod Stryker called The Four Desires now a couple of years ago, and I really liked that book. And that book helped me understand a little bit more about what it means to have desires. And in it, I remember him talking about the, the only way to ultimately get to a point of achieving or, or realizing, rather, realizing our desires is by first seeing where we are and how we are not there yet, quote unquote, where we are, we, where we are and then where our desire is, there is a gap. And of course there is. That's logical. That makes sense. I wouldn't desire something necessarily that I already have, although, of course, we hope to live in a state of really loving what we have. And so I noticed that there was a reason I hadn't really wanted to desire things because I didn't want to have to acknowledge that I wasn't already experiencing it. I wasn't already realizing it. I didn't already have it. And that gap felt uncomfortable. It, it feels maybe disappointing, disheartening. It feels sometimes discouraging to say, ah, gosh, I'm here. And my desire is way over there. Oh, how in the world will I ever get there? And so I think a lot of us don't desire things, at least this was true for me, because of that gap. And we don't want to feel that ickiness, that disappointment, that discouragement, that lack of, oh, so, or that, that feeling that I'm so far from it. So that was the, what came up for me last night, was this idea of, Maybe that's why I don't want to be checking in on my numbers or looking at things and because I'm trying to avoid that feeling. And I think part of me truly realizing my desires is to acknowledge where I am currently. And as I'm sharing this with you, even now, just because I have not yet realized my goal, and let's say I have sold 10 books maybe a hundred, maybe a thousand, it doesn't matter. I don't have to feel disappointment. That's a choice. I don't have to feel discouraged. That's a choice. What I'm asked to do is acknowledge where I am, to see where I am currently, not to avoid it, which I've been doing, so that I can say, okay, well, here's where I am today. I've sold 10 books. That's amazing. Fantastic. 9,990 to go or what have you. But if I don't look at where I am currently, then I don't get to know where am I so that I see where I have to go, if that makes sense. 
And so I'm just noticing for myself in this very moment, I'm having a clearing moment, I'm having an aha, that it's not about checking it so that I can feel the disappointment and discouragement of where I currently am. That's the old story. That's the old programming. The new programming is I need to, I owe it to myself to see, acknowledge where I am. And this can be at anything in our lives. And then to cultivate that strong feeling of what it is that I desire from that place and not living in a place of shame or disappointment or discouragement. So that's one thing. The other thing that came up for me as I was sharing that I didn't want to look at my numbers because I felt constricted the second I thought of it. Here's another perspective on this whole thing. Maybe this one resonates more with you. I'm not sure. I'm going to be doing a little exploration and and maybe some reflection on this myself. The other piece of this could be that I feel constriction because it's not in alignment for me to be tracking my numbers and my stats. Because ultimately, it's not about the numbers. It's, it's, I set the goal. I got clear on what I desire to do. And what I desire to do is get the book into more people's hands so that I can be a light in this world that can feel quite dark sometimes so that book can serve as a light to shine light on people's experiences to encourage and inspire them to be more of who they truly are and to generate this cash money and to donate to a really great organization called I am that girl so that's why I have this desire And maybe the reason I feel constriction when I hear the voice say, well, why don't you go check how many you've sold is because it isn't up to me at this point, how many I've sold. I continue to take inspired action every single day and do that, which feels most in alignment to me to share this with others, to talk about it. And then I get to release the rest. I get to say, it's not, it's not up to me how many copies I've sold today. And it doesn't matter. It matters that I am taking inspired action daily, that I am cultivating that feeling of what it is that I desire, that I see it. So I'm actually holding these two things side by side right now and weighing them and saying, hmm, what feels more true for me? And they probably both are true. I'm not suggesting that only one or the other is true. They are both true. That we need to acknowledge where we are currently and clear away any fear, any shame, any discouragement, any disappointment that we might feel. Because a lot of times that is what is keeping us from setting the desire in the first place. So I've cleared a lot of that because I can, I have my desire. It's very clear. There must have been still a little bit of remnants of disappointment and discouragement. I felt it just about a week ago. And so I'm being asked to clear that. That might be my my task at hand, the inspired action I need to take from that regard. And then I get to let go. I get to release and I get to say, I don't need to know how many copies I've sold today. It's March 3rd is the day that I have, I have felt inspired to set as my goal. And again, it's, it's, it's a date. It's an important date. It's my birthday. And again, I do believe the universe and even our inner, our, our higher wisdom, as we connect to source, it appreciates having a set date 
or so I'm exploring. We'll see. But I see for me, the lesson in setting a date is so that I can feel that confidence and that, that courage to set a date, to be bold with that, and then to trust that that can happen, to solidify my belief of who I truly am by seeing a goal that I set happen by a certain day. That may not be what you need to learn in this moment, but that is what I need to learn in this moment. Hence why the books I am reading and the mentors that I am working with are are speaking about these things. I'm going to leave you with a couple of things. Um, I feel really inspired to tell you what I am reading lately uh, that has has helped form all of these thoughts and, and beliefs and also who I'm working with currently. So I am currently working with Heather Christian Strang, S-T-R-A-N-G. Um, she is an intuitive. She is um, so many things, I'm sure. I, but I, I see her as my mentor and she has an incredible program. She has many books that I've been using to deepen into my knowing and my remembering of who I truly am. So look her up if you feel if you feel the nudge. I also and so for the books that I've been reading by her are called Ecstatic Union with the Divine and Live Like You're on Vacation. Those have been two books that I have been going to daily for the past couple of months. Another book I'm currently reading is Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass at Making Money. It is a book that has been in my awareness for many, for quite a while. Uh, I've heard of it for quite so many times and I finally started reading it in, I'd say maybe December, November, December, and I put it away for a while and I brought it back out just about a week ago and man, is it amazing. So incredible. So Jensen Chero's You Are a Badass at Making Money and Heather Christian Strang. Uh, those are the two I am currently reading. And of course, I'm always reading um, and, and l listening to others and in, in through mentorship or etc. So those are the ones I want to share with you today. I'm sure I'll have more to share with you the next time I drop in. I also want to let you know that I have intentions of again, bringing in more interviews. Um, so there's that to look forward to. And continuing to drop in, this very well could have reignited my inspiration for these this show and for dropping in it'll be almost two years since this show started was born which is quite amazing to me the last thing I'd like to share with you is to ask for your support and to acknowledge that nothing comes into being on its own and that we are not meant to do this thing called life alone we are absolutely intended to be interdependent beings. We are all connected and we so often forget that. And we think we got to go out and make it happen all by ourselves. And so I want to model showing up in this space of knowing that I have gifts to share and that I also need your gifts in exchange. And that happens on so many levels. And so what I'm asking is I do currently have this goal set to bring my book into the hands of 10,000 people or more, and in so doing, raise more than $10,000 for 
an organization called I Am That Girl. Look them up. They're phenomenal. They in, they offer programming to girls in high schools and colleges across the United States to um, offer them you know, leadership development, professional development, uh, personal development, social development, and then to remind them that they are already enough and to empower them to be who they truly are. Sure sounds familiar. And so through the sales of my book, Becoming Enough, A Heroine's Journey to the Already Perfect Self, I will donate $1.11 to the organization for every copy sold. And of course, this is such a win-win-win for everyone. You can get yourself or a loved one a book that can really uh, inspire and potentially transform your life. I know books have transformed mine multiple times over, and I have heard from many people that the book I have shared with the world has had the same effect on them. And then, of course, you are giving to this incredible organization, and then I am receiving a value exchange for the gifts that I am here to share. So please go out to uh, Amazon, search for Becoming Enough. You can go to becomingenoughbook.com. It will take you straight there. And then if you want to check out anything else that I'm up to, I do offer writing services. I feel I'm called to help others bring their books into the world. So if you have a book inside of you and you feel like it is time to re uh, reveal and express that into the world, I am here to support you on that journey. And you can go to my website, amandajohnson.tv to learn more about that or reach out in any other way you possibly can think of. And so I will leave it with that, and I will thank you for dropping in with me, and I will thank you for being who you truly are, and for being the light that you are here to be, and I am empowering you to become clearer and clearer on who that is, and then shining that more and more every single day. And until next time, many blessings. <music>